Hello, everybody. This is Francisco here for the Frank Ops Show, the worst name for a podcast ever. And hey, we're going to be taking a look at the backlog from February of 2023. So I started this last month trying to streamline my reviews of video games as far as uh, the month is concerned. What I what I what I obtained and what I was able to knock out of the backlog instead of doing one massive giant thing. Let's do it once a month. We'll check in. We'll see how I'm doing. We'll see how many games I've been completing. I've tried to complete this and that. I've added to the backlog. Of course, that, that never ends. It'll be never ending. However, uh, I am chipping away at it and I'm, I'm, I'm on a good pace so far this year anyways let's let's get into it let's go let's go right away um oh i mean i might as well show my other stuff of course you guys can listen to me on sports goose which is my other podcast i do with my friends where we talk about food and video games and sports and all kinds of other stuff that we feel like talking about and you can also follow me on twitter uh marlin's historian at marlin's history if you want to check that out or just follow me on on the other stuff i'm on instagram fgojr64 or twitter fgojr and uh, my primary stuff on youtube where you can see some of the gameplay from some of the games that i choose to stream uh, and, uh, and streaming has helped me with knocking out some games from my backlog because it's uh, it gives me an incentive to to put on some sort of a show in, in a way even though I, I don't, I don't really do any commentary or anything like that. But I, I, I might start. Who knows? I really don't have much to say unless there's somebody there that wants to say something to me. Uh, but if not, I'll, I'll just be rambling like I do now. So there's no real reason for me to do it there when I can just do it here, which is what we're going to be doing now. Anyways, 2023. So last month in January, I beat 12. Actually, one was a DLC pack. So let's say I beat 11 games last month but this month uh, i beat 14 and those were 14 complete games they weren't dlc extensions of anything like that so thus far we are on pace to break the uh the mark that i made last year but of course life will happen later on in this year i probably won't uh, be able to keep this pace up especially and especially if i start choosing games that have longer run times so uh, i i've i've had the benefit of knocking out smaller games and sprinkling those in between the bigger the bigger endeavors that i've been going through anyways i guess we can start this now so the first game on this list for the backlog the games that i I acquired in some sort of way. They're mostly PC games, but that will. I, I did buy some physical stuff as well. So here we go. Uh, the first one is Dishonored: Death of the Outsider. I got this through, uh, I believe, Epic Games. And uh, main story six and a half hours long. It's a it's a first person shooter. Uh, 17 and a half hours to 100 percent or first person action adventure stealth that's what it says here uh from bethesda 
uh, released back in 2017. My buddy Charles from my other show, Sports Goofs, he 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 loves the Dishonored series. He actually played through this this month and and recommended it to me. So I do have every game in the series thus far, and uh, I'll have to eventually pop in there and and play one of these. I, I've uh, I've been making it a point to try and play a little more, especially if he's recommending it to me. Uh, we kind of have some somewhat similar gaming tastes. If he enjoyed it, I will most likely enjoy it in some way. But uh, anyways, you take on the role of Billy Lurk, a.k.a. Megan Foster, once one of Dunwall's most notorious killers for hire. Reunited with your old mentor, the legendary assassin Dodd, you undertake the greatest assassination ever conceived, killing the Outsider, a godlike figure whom Billy and Dodd see as instrumental to some of the Empire's most dishonorable moments. As you venture deep into the grimiest corners of, or grimiest, grimiest corners of Karnaka, to uncover the mystery of the Outsider and his origins, you will face deadly opposition, ancient powers, and difficult decisions that will forever change the world around you. So it's released on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and yeah, so there you go. That's uh, that's Dishonored. Let's keep it rolling next is city of gangsters so i got this through epic games as well 25 hours long it's a uh, management tycoon type of game which means ah, i have so many of these and and look i i think everybody's had that phase where you're into these type of games tycoon games sim city type of uh games and you can only play it for so long. And so right now, I just don't have the itch for these types of games. So, But here, you start out a criminal operation from nothing and grow into a well-oiled money machine. Building speakeasies and illegal distilleries. Manage production chains and resource, distri- and resource distribution. Leverage favors. Chase down debtors and bribe the police to look the other way. This is PC only. Released back in 2020 one there you go all righty so that is that next is onsen master so onsen master uh, thus far and how long to beat nobody has beaten this game uh, but it is a another management game, Hot Spring Customer Management Game, where players must create ingredients to match the various customer ailments across the fantasy island of Izajima. So this is released on pretty much everything. So uh, and it's from September of 2022, so it's very recent. Released on PS4, 5, Xbox One, Series X and S, PC, Switch, even Mac and Linux but uh, thus far no nobody else has has played through this and it's on a bunch of people's backlogs as well one person is currently playing it and one person has beaten it but they never logged their time so maybe i can do it but it's a management game i don't i just don't have the itch for them right now next <laughs> the elder scrolls 3 morrowind game of the year edition 
47 hours long, 383 hours to 100%. Ah, man. This game, it's pretty funny that this game came into my uh, collection on PC. I have this through um, uh, good old games here. I actually have all of the... I have all of the Elder Scrolls games except for Skyrim through good old games, I think. So uh, I've uh, <laughs> I've got all of them. Uh, or almost all of them. And, and lately, there's been these this trend of AI-generated... Uh, like using the this program called Eleven Labs to create AI generated uh, uh, voices for certain people, like just recreating uh, people's voices. So uh, we've seen it. They've used a lot of the presidents from the past few years, but one of the latest ones that we've seen is one for a character from Elder Scrolls Three, uh, Dagoth Ur. Uh, he is the main antagonist of the game, and he's got a very distinct voice that's uh, soothing, dulcet as well, very deep. But uh, people have been making funny memes and sketches out of it using that voice. And I have been watching, I don't know, countless videos of people recreating Dagoth Ur's voice in all kinds of situations and even referencing stuff from Elder Scrolls. And I, I've never played a single game. I don't know much about the, the, the world or the series, but thanks to these memes, I'm starting to find out and I'm starting to get interested in it. Uh, so I may play, I, I, may, I know, starting out with the first one is probably going to be hard, but... I may give it a shot later on in the year. Uh, but yeah, Elder Scrolls 3. It's a single-player RPG. You, you, you make a character and you uh, you become the, the Nereverine whose destiny is to try and save uh, Morrowind and Tamriel. I think that's the name of the, the continent where the, the game is f- located and set. And to stop Dagoth Ur's plans to take over the world. So that, that's what that's about. Re- this was only released on PC and the original Xbox. And it's, uh, yeah. yeah, it's from a first-person perspective from Bethesda. And uh, uh, this version of the game, the Game of the Year edition, was released in 2003. So that's the version that I've got right now. And... Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the story behind that one. Uh, next is Recipe for Disaster. I have this through PC uh, and Epic Games. Uh, this is uh, 21 hours on average to complete, 23 to 100%. Uh, another management sim game. I'll get a bunch of these. This is for, this is for a restaurant, of course. Uh, willful staff, questionable cooking skills, demanding customers, some reliable suppliers. You embark on a culinary misadventure to become the ultimate head chef. Released back in 2021 only for PC. Uh, once more, I, I have to uh, get the itch to play one of these things. Uh, next is War Pips, released on uh, 
PC, well, I have the PC version, Epic Games, uh, seven and a half hours long, 11 to 100%, PC only, uh, uh, ultimate quick to learn but amazingly deep tug of war strategy game deploy the right composition of soldiers tanks helicopters and planes in this tight streamlined strategy focused war game so compose the best army research the right tech overwhelm your enemies as a distinct pixelated style from at least the artwork that i see here which i guess could be interesting uh but uh yeah well we'll see we shall see. Uh, next is the Alien Breed Trilogy. So these are three games. I got this, the good old games on PC. 26 hours long. Experience the ultimate in science fiction action with the trilogy here. Three arcade shooter titles in one fantastic collection. Together for the first time. Resurrect the much revered franchise. All implemented with superb technology using Epic Games Unreal Engine 3. Yeah, 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 yeah. Has survival mode, single player campaign, and uh, two player co op battle modes and such. PC only, released back in 2011. There you go. Uh, next is One Hand Clapping. The, the title of this game caught my eye for sure uh it's it's uh five hours long and five hours to 100 uh 2d platformer that invites you to sing into your microphone to solve musical puzzles and discover the power of your voice as it changes the world released on google stadia Ugh. uh can't play it no more there huh uh mobile and pc released in 2021 uh, so this is um yeah this one this one intrigues me for sure for sure it does uh next next here is um BATS blood sucker anti terror squad got this through PC and Amazon games uh this is one hour long uh based on the coolest animated tv show that never was okay <laughs> so uh bats stars count bloodvein and the rest of bloodsucker ants terror squad as they battle scorpion supreme and the ruthless terrorist organization sting syndicate for terror and illegal non-government voted the world's number one terrorist organization did you ever want gi joe with vampires well now you can have it buddy bats is a, is a throwback to the action side schoolers of the 16-bit era with a modern twist it's a fast-paced arcade brawler shooter slasher that rewards precision play and pixel perfect timing play like a pro or take your time running around killing terrorists slicing off heads and sucking up blood at your own pace it's up to you either way you're gonna have a bloody good time Released back in 2021 for Switch, PC, PS4, 5, Xbox One, and Series X and S. And uh, so far, only one person has beat it on PC, and uh, they took an hour to do so. So uh, maybe maybe it is very short. Maybe it's a very uh, 
self-contained game, I would have to say. But at an hour, I can I can I can sprinkle that in between some big games at one hour long. That's not bad, for sure. Uh, next is Duskers. So I got this through Epic Games on PC. Uh, Twenty-three and a half hours on average. What people have have uh indicated here pc only released back in 2015 you pilot drones into derelict spaceships to find the means to survive and piece together how the universe became a giant graveyard so this has a i guess kind of like a wally feel i mean the the tagline for this is, is explore adapt survive so yeah it looks like you're 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 scavenging trying to salvage things um art style i mean it's very very bleak for sure but but yeah well we'll see we'll see if that one uh catches my eye in the future but it seems pretty long uh next is toon che uh, so this is uh seven and a half hours long so nobody's 100 percent in it but uh could go up to 12 hours here uh Released in 2021 for the PC, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. It's a charming hand-drawn adventure that blends classic beat-em-up brawler gameplay with roguelike elements. Uh-oh, that, that's a turn-off for me. I don't like roguelike elements or roguelite elements, rogue whatever. It's A lot of those have turned me off. Four-player co-op and a pinch of shaman witchcraft. Master the ancient magical arts, defeat epic bosses, and unravel the secrets of the mysterious Amazonian jungle. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch a review for that because I, um, is that the girl from Manhattan Time? I think it is. Okay, interesting. Um, but I, either way, I, 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 I would have to see a review for this uh, because once again, if it's rogue like or rogue like, as long as if it's, if it's. Um, it's a it's a beat em up they say so it's pretty interesting, um, but if it's uh, something in a way that it doesn't completely punish me, then then sure I, I might give it a go. Uh, beat em up with uh, randomly generated areas and stuff maybe could be cool, but uh, yeah, well we'll see we'll see that one that one kind of sort of sticks out there. Uh, next is Space Crew. So Space Crew. I got this through Amazon on PC. Let me look down here. Uh, 18 hours long, 41 hours, 100%. Uh, the sequel to the Steam chart-topping WW2 management simulator Bomber Crew, which I also do own. Uh, Space Crew is the brand new strategic simulation game, boldly taking you where no one has gone before. Uh, Switch, PC, PS4, and Xbox One, released back in 2020. So, simulation strategy, tactical game. Uh, I haven't really seen a review for these games, but but uh, once again, if it's this like these simulations or management games, I, I'm, I'm not really in the mood for them right now. Next is Space World. I say that, but then you have a game that has this title, which 
it does intrigue me. Space Warlord Organ Trader Simulator. Yeah, th- that is something. It- it's one and a half hours long, I guess, if you blast through it. Four hours to 100%. So that's not a bad weekend game. Uh, it's on Switch, PC, Xbox One, and Series X and S, released back in 2021. Buy, sell, and trade organs in a strange and evolving universe. Dive into the quivering innards of alien capitalism in the sci-fi body horror market tycoon game you didn't know you needed. So even the copy for the game intrigues me. It it, it really does intrigue me. Six, uh, 61 people have beaten this. Uh, they're, they're rating it 6.6 out of 10. Uh, from the people who did rate it, but I, I, I do see some sevens there as well. So it's not like everybody completely hated it. Uh, a couple people put tens there. Okay. Uh, there's some eights as well. So it's not like it, it, it just, I guess there just there's a few low threes, fours, and fives from people uh, that probably affected this score. But uh, look, six, seven out of ten. For a short, like, couple hours there, let's say. that That's not bad. That's a nice sit-down, to play it on a uh, random uh, weeknight type of game and try and knock out there. Uh, so, all right. That, that's, uh, that does intrigue me for sure. And then, finally, the last one, which is the only one that I bought a physical copy of, that I received in February. And I I didn't get this one for free. The rest I got for free thanks to Amazon. And what's well, just technically not free because I, I pay for Amazon Prime. But uh, Epic Games and Good Old Games and Steam. Uh, those were free. Uh, but this one, this one I paid for and I really wanted it. I've been searching for it for, for quite a bit here. Now I actually finally have it before it starts shooting up in price. Kirby and the Rainbow Curse for the Wii U. So uh, this month, the uh, 3DS and Wii U eShop closed down. So if you own a 3DS, you own a Wii U, you can no longer purchase games. uh, And I don't think you can even download them anymore uh, to your systems, your Wii U's or your 3DS's. Uh, Or 2DS's, whatever, new 3DS, whichever version of the... The sequel to the DS that you have. Okay. Anyways. uh, Kirby and the Rainbow Curse is the, I guess, uh, sequel in a sense. Or at least the the mechanical sequel to uh, Kirby and the Canvas. Kirby Canvas Curse on the the DS. Uh, It has the same sort of uh, mechanic where you have to draw on Kirby's a ball. Uh, 2D ball, and you have to draw on the screen, creating lines and sh- and shapes with the uh, the stylus pen, and to try and get him to traverse the uh, the world there. And so I really enjoyed Cabinet's Curse. I think I hundred percent of that game too. So uh, I'm surprised I didn't get this immediately on the Wii U, uh, but I got myself a copy of it now. Uh, it's it's with me. It's. Um, a game that uh, it's five and a half hours long, sixteen and a half hours to one hundred percent. 
Uh, released back in 2015, of course, Wii U only, and it seems like it's going to be stuck on the Wii U because the Switch just doesn't have the means of being able to replicate this type of game. Unless they do it solely on the handheld screen, uh, there's no way to get that to be uh, like uh, at least well done on on uh on the switch the only way that they could do this is if they had some sort of like phone app which the switch does have a phone app uh that would be required to be able to play that or uh, switch to i don't know grip has a uh a touch screen you know maybe that'll be the new thing to get the 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 ds 3ds and, and wii u games to be able to to pop on over but Regardless, I'm rambling now, but this is a, a game that I wanted to get, and I finally went out and got it. Got it on eBay, and boom, it's it's in my collection now. And I do intend on playing this very, very soon. Uh, all right, so those are the uh, the games that 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 popped into my backlog. Uh, it's uh, yeah, I know, it's a lot. It truly is a lot. That's um, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 games this month that were added to the backlog. I know. I know. But but we, we did counteract that, didn't we? We did counteract that. So let's go to the the games that I was able to beat in the month of February 2023. These are, um, I, 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 I did, like I said, I, I broke even this month. Honestly, I did broke, I've got 14 games, I beat 14 games. So, but in sort of way, it kind of is, I don't know, a little bit of a cheating because, uh, whoa, 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 we'll get into it. Let's get into it now, all right? All right, all right, all right, let's, let's do it. So, <laughs> These are the games that I beat this this month. Uh, the first one is Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered. That was the I, I started that back in late January, uh, and I was able to complete it to begin the month of February. Um, I this game. This game, I, I started out playing it. Uh, I, I I did want to play this. Uh, I have um, this game. I also have Need for Speed Heat. And I do like the Need for Speed series. It's one of the few series that I actually do like from EA. Every once in a while, I get the itch to play these games. They've all been solid. They've all kind of scratch that racing itch they're not as serious as a gran turismo or the forza uh but and they're lights kind of but not to the point of um of uh, being like these those old arcade racing games uh it's kind of like this nice in between alongside forza horizon series so uh this one was um This one, for me, it took me 
sorry. I'm trying to f- get this thing to show how long I it took me to beat this game because that's 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 what I care about. One second here. I thought this this shows it immediately. It doesn't. Um, okay, well, now I found it. Sorry about that. Uh, anyways, this took me uh, eighteen hours and eleven minutes. Uh, I didn't complete. I didn't hundred percent the game. I meaning, and by hundred percent for this game, I, I would say it's getting all the achievements. I, I played this on PC, uh, getting all the achievements on PC. And uh, getting the um, the gold medal in all of the races. That's that's what I would consider 100%ing this game. Uh, but I, I got through most of the game. At 18 hours and 11 minutes, I, I did every single race event in the game. There's a little bit more of the racer events compared to the cops events, so... Uh, part of the game is you being uh, these these guys that speed demons that are racing on the highways and stuff like that. And the police occasionally have to take you down and chase you down. Uh, and then the other half is, of course, you are the police trying to take down these guys. Uh, and the game started to lull for me uh, for maybe after like the quarter point of the game. I was kind of just like going through the motions with it. I really wasn't into it. I was just kind of going through them just to go through them. But then the, I would say that back half of of my playthrough of this game, it started to come back. It started to come alive. Uh, The challenges at the end were truly thrilling. I really did enjoy that. So I, um... I might save this for a bigger review later on, but just I just really enjoyed that back half of the game. Um, I did review Need for Speed Most Wanted previously, so I may give this one a shot too. Uh, next is Adios. So Adios is a um, a short narrative game. Uh, it's from a pers- first person perspective of this guy, this farmer, uh, who I guess. I guess he was uh, in the criminal underworld in the sense, and so uh, his job is to, well, he has a pig farm. Uh, he has a pig farm, and every once in a while, this uh, hitman comes on over and brings him some bodies, and he feeds those bodies to the pigs. And so... This guy just doesn't want to be involved with this anymore. And he's going to let the hitman know that uh, he's done. He's done. But that decision is not entirely for him to make. And I don't want to spoil it. I really don't. But that's the premise right there. And the rest of it is just narrative. You're just listening to these two guys talk. Uh, from his perspective and you do make some choices here as far as what to say to the guy uh the to the hitman and you go about that but it's it's really short it's it's an hour and 21 minutes uh and um i didn't 100 percent it in that first hour and 21 minutes you can there's a few choices you can make as to 
what part of this so it, it does require a couple playthroughs for you to see everything uh in this game but it's 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 good for what it is and a nice short little indie game that's uh just a short story somebody wanted to make and you know the, these are the good video games like this are good we should have games that are like this that are like short stories because we have that in in uh movies and in, in television in in books right you've got short stories stories that really they don't require gigantic series they don't require uh, uh sequel upon sequel upon sequel and it's just hey this is a story someone wanted to tell so adios that's uh that's what that was uh i played that on pc uh, next is and, and this is the part when i said that this is a little bit of cheating as far as getting games off the backlog because this is part of the switch online subscription service i got through a few of these now and that's kind of what padded my <laughs> my numbers this month as far as games being beaten so in a sense i didn't really take all those games off the backlog because i don't count these subscription games switch online or if I had Game Pass right now as part of my backlog because if I decided to stop, they would not be there anymore. But I do count them as far as completing them because I beat them. And so next is Map- Mappy Land. So Mappy Land, this is on the the NES. I played this on the Switch though. And this is a fun arcade game. Fun retro arcade game. Uh, Who's Mappy Land? Is this Namco or or Capcom? Um, Not sure who owns the property to this. Uh, But regardless, regardless, it's it's fun. You're you're a little mouse. You're getting chased by cats. You got to find certain things in the levels and then um, make your way through and progress. It took me a while this was a longer game than i expected an hour and three minutes yes but uh, of course i used save states and rewind feature to to get through all of it but an hour and three minutes that that's uh pretty long for this uh arcade style game uh but you you get through all of it and boom and then eventually the things start repeating so you you, you're just kind of done with the game after that uh but it is a uh uh, it's tough. I, I would say it's it's tough once you uh, once you get a few levels in. It's also kind of cryptic because there are certain uh, collectibles in the levels that you need to get in order to progress. Uh, because you're, it's a two D plane. There's like uh, ladders and floors that you can jump up to. Uh, you can get certain items to distract the cats or knock the cats out. Uh, to, so they can get out of your way so you can collect what you need to collect in the levels uh, because once you get what you need to collect in levels you have to make your way towards the end of the level all the way to the right uh, to get across uh, a, a, a door or a gate or a bridge uh, whatever you need to get in order to make it across there and then eventually you make it to the, to your your family at the end really this is about him and reuniting with his family and his kid and getting married 
uh, Mappy. I guess that's the name of the main character, right? So yeah, Mappy Land. It's it's not bad. It's it's pretty fun. Uh, next is Alien Soldier. So I got I played this through the Sega Genesis online uh, for the Switch. Uh, this is two hours and nineteen minutes. Uh, this is made by Treasure. If you don't know, Treasure has made some pretty uh, awesome classic games, uh, especially in this era. They they made Gunstar Heroes, which is a game that controls very similar to Alien Soldier. They're shoot 'em ups, uh, but they're action shoot 'em ups. Let's just say um, hmm, uh, Mega Man on steroids, but there, there's no real platforming in in, the, in that sense. Uh, but uh, and then they've made other games that are very shooty, shooty heavy, like Sin and Punishment as well. Uh, they also made Wario World, which is uh, very strange. But uh, but Alien Soldier is excellent, an excellent game. The graphics are amazing. The music's fantastic you, through the Sega Genesis. It's tough as hell, tough as nails. You only get really one life. You got to manage your uh, your various weapons and make sure you don't run out of ammo. Uh, and uh, you got to dodge and dodge and dodge because uh, sometimes this, the, the game kind of sort of becomes a bullet hell in some, in some senses. But the bosses are unique. The environments are fantastic and, and varied. Um, as you go from your planet into outer space uh, and um, just the boss fights are because it's really hinges on the boss fights. You're, you're just trying to make sure you don't lose enough damage. And the the main the the normal grunt enemies aren't that bad, uh, but it's really the boss fights that you're 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 dipping and dodging, and it really is a test of your your skills. Um, and really, item management. You have to get certain certain good weapons, and uh, there are certain bosses where that's punishing. If you don't have the right weapons, um, you get four, four different shots. You can get two of the same if you want to, but but um, there were some bosses where some are better than others, a la kind of like Mega Man, where they're they're weaker against certain weapons or just certain weapons do better against certain bosses. But that's not entirely communicated to you. And sometimes you are caught where you have a weapon that's not great for a certain boss. And you you just got to find a way to improvise or, or use all of what you got to try and take them down. Um, and that's what happened to me in various points in this game. And thanks to the, the rewind feature and stuff, I was able to get through it. But... Um, uh, people who played this originally on the well, this didn't come out in the U.S. for the Sega Genesis. This was a Japan only game, I think. It may have come out in Europe, but um, Japan only. So, uh, those uh, it probably didn't come out here because Sega probably thought this is way too hard. Uh, Gunstar Gunstar Heroes was not um, as difficult as this was, and. Uh, that game had co-op as well. This one doesn't. This is a single-player experience, but it's good. It's really, really good. If you liked Gunstar Heroes or or, or you like uh, the Contra series, just these these uh, action shooters, 2D action shooters where you're just a dude and you're running through and you're shooting what you got, then uh, 
Uh, this is a game for you, but it's it's very, very tough. All right, next is Titanfall 2. So uh, my buddy Charles convinced me to get this for... I think I got this for like three bucks. Three or four bucks. It was cheap. It was really cheap. It was There was a sale on Steam. He's like, get this game. I'm like, okay, fine. Uh, it six hours long. Uh, well, I did this five and a half hours, actually. Five and a half hours to, to get through the main story campaign. Um, I, uh, uh, it's a first-person shooter, Titanfall 2. A lot of people really like this, especially the, the multiplayer. I haven't played the multiplayer for this game. I'm not a first-person shooter type of guy for the most part. I, I've, I've, I've played them, yes. There's a couple of them that I, I really... Um, I consider one of some of my favorite games, uh, thanks to some of the memories I've had. I, I get the appeal of it for sure, uh, but I just I, I I can't do Call of Duty every year. I can't do Battlefield upon Battlefield, even though I've got a bunch of Battlefield games in my in my backlog. But but anyways, he told me to get this, and I was like, okay, I'll get it. I'll play it for. I'll play it for you. I'll play it for you. I did want to broaden my horizons by playing a few more FPSs to try and get them out of the way. And it made me grow an appreciation for them. And at Titanfall 2 is pretty cool. I mean, you, you're a dude and you get a big giant robot that comes and helps you out. And every, you, you, you're out on your own sometimes. Every once in a while, you get to go inside the big giant robot and do big giant robot things and, and shoot things and punch things and, and such. Um, I don't remember much of anything from the storyline. I don't really just stuff is happening. The corruption, government corruption, things like that. And Titanfall war. Um, really, that's really it. That's all I got. I deemed from from or gleaned from the from whatever storyline that they were trying to put out there. It was obviously this game was made for, of course, uh, multiplayer. I think these are the guys that made Apex for ea anyways so uh, that's kind of their whole thing now and but i did enjoy my time with titanfall 2 i beat it in sheesh did i beat it in two sit downs i mean i i streamed this one uh so i i did stream this game i did stream also need for speed uh hot pursuit remastered and adios i did stream that one as well so you can go see my channel for that but yeah, yeah, Titanfall 2. Uh, not bad. Um, uh, I can see why people like playing with the big giant robots and stuff. But but anyways, uh, Joe and Mac 2, Lost in the Tropics. So I played this the Super Nintendo on Switch. Uh, completed that 57 minutes. Uh, I played through the first Joe and Mac beforehand. Uh for some reason, this, this, uh, especially on the Super Nintendo and uh, Switch, there's a lot of caveman-themed games. I already beat Joe Mac 1, I beat Prehistoric Man. I beat this, Joe Mac 2, Lost in the Tropics. Uh, the graphics, for, uh, the sheesh, the, the, the artwork for some of the dinosaurs in this game look fantastic, by the way. Like, just absolutely fantastic in a 16-bit style. Uh, I, I enjoyed that. I, I love dinosaurs, but... Uh, you're fighting dinosaurs in this instead of being dinosaurs, which is 
not as cool to me, to be honest. But uh, 57 minutes, it's not a bad time. Go do your thing. You got the rewind and the save states and stuff like that. It'll help you speed on through and not waste your time with this. Uh, with with uh, like uh, you know losing to enemies and things like that. But even again, the, even then, the game is not especially hard. It is not. It's it's pretty straightforward. It hasn't has a a map that you have to go through uh to get from one place to the other um so that's kind of like the new thing the other one was more of a linear style uh, but this one has a map that you 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 explore and you look at stuff and then you go from there um really it's just what level do you want to tackle uh, to be honest it, it really could have just been linear anyways cuz I don't know the, the others. It's like they added these features of oh, you can buy stuff at the store and things like that, and really, it's pretty unnecessary, um, especially when you have the rewind the safe state features. Anyways, uh, but it's not bad. It's not bad. I did I rate this? I gave it a seven out of ten. That's what I did. Most people like six point six. Yeah, I can see people with six. Seven. It's a six seven game. Uh, next is Congo's Caper. Um, same developer as Joe Mac, actually, Data East. So uh, I that beat this in 53 minutes. They're all very similar as far as length is concerned. Um, I gave this a 7 out of 10. People kind of 6.9 there. So, yeah, 6, 7 out of 10 type of game. And really the same sort of criticism I have Joe Mac. Caveman, once again, um, inspired game, except you are a monkey boy who... As as he gets hit, becomes more of a monkey, uh, and you're trying to save your family. I think, I think that was the storyline of the game. Uh, and of course, there are uh, dinosaurs and stuff like that in this one too. So, uh, yeah, that's once again not these aren't bad games. They're just they're fairly simple, uh, fairly simple. You you can get through them very quickly i just wanted to get through some of these uh next is uh tetris so i got i played this through the game boy on the switch online so uh this month nintendo released the game boy and game boy advance on the switch online finally awesome was waiting for that uh and one of the games that is on there is the original game boy tetris uh, which is a classic. It was on the Nintendo 3DS briefly for a time. And uh, it kind of makes this thing of, okay, you can't get it on a 3DS eShop. Well, still play it on the Switch. So it's, it, it, that, that sting is, is, is lessened there uh, from losing it or losing the opportunity to get it there. Uh, so uh, I beat it in 56 minutes. And by beat... It's really the um, the other mode in Tetris where they give you uh, I think there's there's ten different challenges and they you can do it at certain speeds. I did it at the highest speed. I didn't hundred percent it because then you would have to do it every single speed. But I set it to the highest speed and the um, and went through each level like that. So. Uh, that took me 56 minutes, uh, very challenging for sure, uh, and but 
it's Tetris and it's fun. It's fun. What else can you say? It's Tetris, man. Um, if, you, if you don't have a version of it in some sort of way, what are you doing? Oh, next is Kuru Kuru Kururin. Uh, this is an hour and 20 minutes. Uh, well, I beat... Uh, okay, I 100% of this game. Um, I did 100% this game. Uh, this game was addicting. Uh, Kuru Kuru Kururin. You are this bird dude. You have to find your family members uh, for your mom. And you have to traverse these uh, levels that are kind of set out in mazes but you're in a flying vehicle that is just a big giant straight line that spins around um and you're just trying to avoid hitting your vehicle along the walls um in some levels there are certain obstacles the last few levels you start getting projectiles shot at you and things become narrower the shapes and uh, all kinds of wacky doodads trying to hit you, and you got to time it right uh, with the spins. Um, there's springs that help, uh, uh, that can reverse this, the, this from you spinning clockwise to counterclockwise, and you're always spinning, and you can control. Uh, you have three different speeds that you can go at as well uh, to help you out and time things. And, and so, uh, but this game is addicting for sure. Um, I've, of course, played with rewind features and stuff that helped me for sure. But there are certain levels where um, I kind of just sort of forgot about them and, and went through them because they're they're wonderfully designed levels. They're, they're challenging as all heck. Uh, the game has a story mode and you go through the levels like that. And then it has a challenge mode where uh, there are unique challenges, um, short, shorter levels uh, that you can go through there. Uh, but I played the game initially on easy mode, which means your your spaceship isn't as long. It's shorter, so it's easier to traverse the levels. But then I just sort of kept playing. The challenge mode is always the default long ship that you have. So and I went through all of the challenge the challenge levels, and then. After I went through all of those, I was just like, well, I might as well just play the normal. The game in, in normal mode and then in the normal mode. So that's what I did with the long ship. So and I collected all the collectibles. You can get the different brothers and sisters um, and you can have them um, uh, pilot the ship or surround the ship. And you can they have different colors and shapes for the ship if you if you want that as well. Uh, and it's more of a cosmetic thing than anything else. However, it's it's good, man. It took me three hours and 17 minutes to 100% it on the Switch Online with the Rewind and Save States. And uh, this was a launch game back in Japan and never released here in the U.S. Uh, for the Game Boy Advance. And I'm... Uh, sheesh. Uh, it's good. It was one of the games that really did capture me this month. So, yeah... Uh, next, another Game Boy. This is a Game Boy Color Game Boy game. Uh, game & Watch Gallery 3. 2 hours and 51 minutes for uh, me to get two a credit sequence, really. 
I did some extra stuff as well, and I'm still chipping away at it. I, I might eventually 100% this game because it, it is tedious. It's uh, five different game. Well, not really five different games. There's really 10 Game & Watch games inside that you can play. Uh, actually, they give you 12. Actually, there's two extra ones, two secret ones that you do unlock. So it's really 12 games, but five of them are just uh, are, are straight up Game & Watch games that they've converted into the Game Boy. Uh, they're, they're black and white and everything like that with Mr. Game & Watch and everything like that. And then you have the other five games, which they have their converted Game Boy uh, original versions that look very similar to what they looked on uh, in the those old Game & Watch LCD screens. Um, but they also have remade versions of those games uh, using the Mario characters. So Mario, Luigi, Wario, Yoshi, Peach, Bowser, Toad, uh, just a bunch of those uh, Donkey Kong and Donkey uh, and Donkey Kong Junior, like the, a bunch of those characters with a uh, modern interpretations, basically remakes of those Game and Watch games, and they're they're interesting, but they're also. Uh, this was definitely a game that you played in your car. Uh, you, uh, it's all about achieving a high score. And if you get enough high scores, uh, you'll collect stars. And with those stars, you'll eventually unlock different things in the games. The sound test, uh, extra Game & Watch games. Because uh, you only start out with the original five. And then you have to work your way through there. There's two different modes for both classic mode and the modern versions of those those games. Uh, so there's there's a lot in this game. There's a lot in this package. Uh, however, you kind of have to temper your expectations as far as the, the depth of these games because they're quick, short game and watch games. They're just about high scores and they're I mean, they're they're not, they're not that deep at all fairly simple controls and repetitive repetitive and if you're not willing to go through that then you may not like this because it'll get repetitive really fast and you gotta do it a lot in order to unlock everything in this game um you get the there's like a little museum it's part of the gallery portion of this game but there's like a little museum where uh you can learn about the various different game and watch models that were out there uh so they they te teach you all about the, the the all those old game and watch games all right next is this is a physical game nintendo switch luigi's mansion 3 i don't own this game but i did buy it for my sister for christmas um and she just hasn't gotten around to be able to play it uh, it's very tough for her. She's got kids and all that stuff. So I borrowed it. I mean, I bought it anyways. So I <laughs> borrowed something that I bought for her. But uh, anyways, I was able to sit down and play through it. 
13 hours, 13 and a half hours. And it, man, the, the animation in that game is really good. Really good. I, I really did feel Luigi's. Uh, just you look at his fear and everything like that, and his expressions. It's he's fantastic. The, just the personality that they they give him in these games. It's why a lot of people prefer him over Mario. He's got personality in these games. Even in Mario Odyssey, Mario's personality doesn't isn't expressed that much, but Luigi's is in all of his games. Um his his fears his love for for his brother it's it's uh, you know the, the the him with with Pol- with the polter pup he's got a dog who's a ghost and and the love between them like it, it's just it's amazing and and the and the animation work was fantastic in this game uh i i really recommend this to people i really really do uh on the switch uh all right uh, i might do a separate <laughs> review for that and i streamed it by the way so you can watch my streams of it too uh dig dug 2 this is on the nes for the switch online uh, 43 minutes for me to get through all of the levels before they start repeating. Uh, it's fun. I mean, it's pretty gr- gruesome where you you blow, you literally stick a thing into these enemies and you blow them up from the inside. Dear Lord. Uh, and, but I like the mechanic where you can uh, kind of uh, jackhammer or, or drill away a portion of the land and the and you get more points if you capture enemies that just sink into the ocean uh, supposedly you're dig dug and you're going on vacation and then you got all these enemies so you're basically just trying to get them off your island and so you can enjoy your vacation and just send them into the ocean i guess or blow them up uh by pumping air into them until they explode <laughs> uh 43 minutes though it's fun it's fun um anyways Next is Wario Land 3. I knocked out some pretty big games as far in series here. So Wario Land 3. I've played Shake It, I've played 4, I've played 2. So I finally got to 3. I'm just missing the original one in Virtual Boy Wario Land. And we're not gonna get Virtual Boy anytime soon, so I'm gonna have to find a different way of getting to that game. But six hours and fifty-two minutes. Uh, I didn't 100% it. I got the bare minimum that I needed for uh, for me to complete the story because this game actually it does run longer than you expect it to for a Game Boy Color game. Uh, your Wario, you're, you're flying your airplane, your airplane crashes, you find a cave, you find a little musical uh, little thingy, you play it and you get stuck in this tiny little music box world. Uh, and you gotta find your way out, and there's this mysterious MacGuffin dude that's saying, "Hey, if you you help collect these things for me, uh, I'll let you I'll let you out, and you'll keep all your tre- all the treasure here." So let me do that. And of course, uh, Wario loves money, so he uh, he does it. But the game is structured where um, uh, it's 
like a Metroidvania and you have to come back to levels uh, after you collect certain up, uh, upgrades to Wario in order to get to other areas of the level. So um, there's four chests in each level and uh, you, you have to go from one level to the other to get the certain things or certain uh, power-ups for you to uh, traverse uh, other portions of a different level. So there's 25 levels, there's four chests, so that's 100 different things. I didn't get all 100, but uh, a little above the halfway point, you'll get, you'll finish the main storyline, then you can get the rest of the stuff. But I... I um, I, uh, but I didn't feel like getting the other stuff. And from what I've seen from reviews and stuff, it, they're not really necessary for too much of a different, actually don't, don't really affect the ending. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, Wario Land 3. Uh, and thanks to the, uh, rewind feature, uh, Wario can't die, but... Uh, or, or really get hurt but there are certain portions of the levels where if you don't traverse it the right way or if an enemy attacks you um, you're going to have to backtrack again to reach this certain point again which probably was annoying on the original Game Boy which means you might have to have done things perfectly in order to avoid that but thanks to the save states and rewind you can avoid that hassle so yeah, 6 hours and 52 minutes for me to get through that. And finally, Speed Brawl, 6 hours and 23 minutes. Uh, this one took me a while to beat. Um, I chipped away at it, chipped away at it, and finally beat it this month. And it's a, uh, a beat-em-up, but it's styled as a, a beat-em-up with a time limit. And it's really fast. It's not the beat-em-up style of a... Um, of the Sega Genesis or Super Nintendo era, it's it's fast, it's fluid, it's it's um, you got combos, you got different uh, special attacks and uh, stamina that you got to watch out for, and of course your health, and you're you're trying to mow down enemies as quickly as possible so you can uh, just you you stop, you beat some up, and then um, uh, the gates open, you you keep running towards the finish line. There's a literal finish line, so. Uh, there's boss fights uh, in between you unlock different characters you can uh, upgrade your characters through skill upgrades or giving them um, uh, upgraded gear uh, clothing and stuff like that uh, with uh, special effects and uh, there's a bunch of challenges I did a few of the extra challenges but uh, after, towards the end I started just sticking towards the main uh, the main tournament cups where you would have to uh which which is where the consequential storyline happened i don't remember anything for the storyline they're just presented by like these pngs of uh characters with text dialogue but and there was some voice acting as well so that's not completely um silent however um I, I think this game is best in co-op. I did play a few of the levels in co-op. Uh, and I think if you have a competent second player, 
you can probably get through this game a lot faster. Um, there were certain points, especially towards the end, that I thought was unfair, especially with, like, boss fights. And the game is hard for you to be able to get the high scores in this or high uh, race times to get the uh, the gold trophies, eventually platinum trophies. You got to go. You got to move fast and mow down enemies quickly um, and be really efficient. So I, I mainly got silver, silver trophies, not really. I got a few golds. I never got a platinum for sure. And some of them, ugh. I got some bronze and then stone trophies, which is like the lowest of the low points that you can get. That's like the bare minimum. Okay, just beat the level within the time limit. That's it. Uh, but uh, but it's it's a it's a fine game. I gave it a 7 out of 10. I don't think it's bad. I like the art style. Um, I just think it's it's probably better, and it might get tedious for some people towards the end. Uh, six hours and 23 minutes it's i i think i um i think um once again i think this is more of a two-player type of game even the box or not the box art but the uh the the key art for this shows two players so it's definitely meant for two i think that you cooperating with somebody definitely would bring out the best in this game Okay, so those are the games that I beat this month. All right, so the three games that I'm looking forward to. Well, actually, I'm going to go with four. It's my show. I can do whatever I want. Uh, the four games that I'm looking forward to playing in the future for my backlog. Uh, definitely Kirby and the Rainbow Curse. I already have that one set up for March uh, on my YouTube channel. You can check out for my stream later on. Um, so that one's already set. I'm ready for that. But the other ones are The Elder Scrolls 3 because I haven't really played a Western RPG like that. And I don't know. I, I just want to see where all, <laughs> all those things with Dagoth what, are. What is this about? What, what, what? Maybe I'll, I'll laugh even more if I know the references. Uh, then a, a Space Warlord Organ Trading Simulator because that's such a ridiculous title. It's a short game. Why not play it, right? And then finally, One Hand Clapping. It's a 2D platformer where you have to sing into your microphone. Like, it, it, that's that's such a cool premise. I, I have to give it a shot. So, those are the ones I'm looking forward to. As far as the top three games that I played this month, or and, and beat, that I played and beat this month, uh, not in any order, but... Uh, uh, Kuru Kuru Kurudin, because that game compelled me to 100% it. Uh, just, I didn't have to 100%. I've been playing, playing most of these games to just beat them and move on. I enjoy them, yes, but beat them and then, okay, I enjoyed it. Let's move on to the next thing. But Kuru Kuru Kurudin, I wanted to 100% and I did. It, it was great. I, I think it. People should give it a shot. It's it's amazing. Uh, then Luigi's Mansion Three. Um, I got I got most of the things in Luigi's Mansion Three. There are collectibles um, as far as jewels and and collecting and of course taking down ghosts and and booze and things like that. But 
Uh, I think at 13 hours, the, the game ended when I think it should have ended. I think if this was a 20-hour game, it would have been too long. It would have been too long. I think people would have been tired of the mechanic of sucking things up. Um, there's only so much you can do with backtracking and things like that. Even though this game doesn't have bad backtracking at all compared to like the original Luigi's Mansion. Everything's kind of confined to their, their certain floor. But there's that sections with the cat and stuff where you have to go back to certain levels. Uh, and they did that twice in the game. If they had done it a third time, I think it would have been too much. Uh, but the game did end when I think it should have ended. Um, and if anybody wanted more of it, of course, they can try to 100% it by collecting everything. So yeah, Luigi's Mansion 3, that'd be the, th that'd be the second game. Uh, and then the third game would be Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered. I That second half really put it over the top for me. I... I was winning races by the skin of my teeth, but they were thrilling. They were exhilarating. They were challenging um, on both sides as a racer and as a, as a cop. Uh, either way, it, it was fun. It was just uh, not, it wasn't brutal. Uh, when I lost, I felt it was because I lost, not because the game now, there was a few times, of course, you got the RNG because there are vehicles on the road uh, that are just like NPCs and stuff like that. And sometimes you get a bad one that is in a corner and a curve that you just couldn't see until it was too late. But but a lot of the times it's like, oh, I made one mistake where I could have avoided or I could have taken this shortcut or I could have overtaken this guy at this certain point. Could have held my 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 nitrous for a little bit longer like there there are there were points where it was just like it was me that lost that race not the game that screwed me over um and even some of the insanity that does happen with like the police trying to take you down and chase you down like i was dodging i was <laughs> moving out of the way like it was insanity and chaos to try and not get taken down but and then you win the race and you still get a gold like that is exhilarating and it's a good payoff um so yeah hot pursuit remastered really like even towards the end the races are like 10 minutes long like it, it's it, like the, the like they're the they're, they're capstone races like that are encompassing all of the portions that you had raced in before all into one to finish off the game it was beautiful it was beautiful i didn't feel compelled to 100 percent it but it was uh fantastic and of course i did play some of the online multiplayer and it's pretty cool you can play with people with all the different systems out there so the, the cross play is fantastic in this game and yeah yeah those are the three games and that's it that's it for for me for the month of february uh march uh we'll see what we can play through i, I do have kirby lined up i do have goldeneye which came out on the n64 this past month uh so i, I do want to play that as well lined up on my youtube channel so go check that out at uh, youtube.com slash fjojr that's where i'll be for that and 
we'll see what uh, new games I'll have added to my backlog and which ones I can try and knock out and uh, enjoy. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Y'all take care now.